It lingers when we're done. You believe God is a woman. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to Out the Box Podcast. I'm your host, Jaylen, and I'm so excited for you to hear everything I have to share with you today. Today's episode is a topic that I'm very passionate about and so excited to share my perspective with you all about the reasons that I believe that God is a woman. As always, while you're here, make sure you follow me on Instagram at OTB underscore underscore podcast for updates and future content. Okay, so I know that this may be a sensitive topic for some people and their religious views, but that is why this is called Out the Box Podcast, because we are here to challenge ourselves to think critically and think outside the box about concepts that we have been conditioned to believe. So I want to start off talking a little bit about the universal law of duality. The law of duality basically states that two exact opposites derive out of the same thing so it's like a coin right there's a heads and there's a tails but they are both on the same coin it's also like yin and yang the bad inside of the good and the good inside of the bad so if that's the case how can god just straight up be a man where is the balance in that now this theory also plays into the perspective that God is an energy and completely genderless. And I also believe in that as well. So you see, our beliefs don't have to be so simple and by the book because we don't live in a simple world. We live in a very deep and complex universe that's composed of so many things our human minds can't begin to comprehend. So Don't be afraid to be flexible in your beliefs and make room for new ideas and perspectives because nine times out of 10, the world is far from what you've been conditioned to see it as. Anyway, although I do believe that source is genderless and pure energy, love and light, right? I also believe that source possesses a lot more feminine energy than masculine. And one of the most obvious reasons that one would feel this way is simply because you need a woman to create life. Women hold the literal portal between the physical and spiritual world. How can that not be of God? How can that not be of source? Like, just make it make sense. How can the creator of life be a being that simply does not hold the power to create life? Like, really think about it. It's like, thinking of God as a man is like saying, so yeah, God snapped his fingers, made humans, nature, animals, see the trees, the sky, and the bees, and looked at women and was like, yeah, y'all got it from here. No. Why do you think that we say things like Mother Nature, the motherland? Because feminine energy is at the core of the universe. Why do you think men need women to, quote unquote, make a house a home? Because nothing is at its best. Nothing is complete without that feminine energy, divine goddess energy. Do you know how many men go from living in basically a frat house, barely having clean supplies, like using a shower liner as a curtain, 
living room, got one game chair and the TV sitting on a milk crate, nothing but frozen food in the kitchen, right? And then a woman comes along and she opens up the window. She makes it smells good. She brings fresh, fresh flowers and furniture. She organizes, you know, it's almost like a running joke with black women saying like, oh, we don't need no man. But I mean, that's real shit. You know, I feel like that applies to any women, really. Men need us. They literally need us. You look at almost any family, I bet you there's a woman at the foundation of that family, you know? And of course, men are important, but men have proven themselves historically to only be valuable in the providing aspect. Although they were conditioned to be that way, most women naturally have that emotional, supportive, soft, and balanced energy. Now, let's think a little bit about queer relationships, right? So there's a lot of same-sex couples that would like to have kids, right? But obviously, you would have to outsource for that. Now, with two women, all they need is the sperm. They can get inseminated, and the guy can really just go on with this life. Like, you could really just kick him to the curb. We don't need him anymore. But the two men were to have a baby they would need the whole woman they would need her body her portal her feminine energy to create this life because women are the ones that hold the power you can't just take a piece of a woman put it somewhere kick her to the curb and be like yeah we're gonna get a baby in nine months absolutely not you need women you need all of her if every woman on this planet suddenly stop reproducing within probably the next like 70 to 100 years humanity will completely cease to exist how are we not god so with this topic i also want to talk a little about ancient african spirituality so me personally after i pray i say i say or i say instead of amen um, I say is a word that is derived from the language of Yoruba, which is mostly spoken in Nigeria and other West African countries. So it basically translates to may it be so or so shall it be, which is also very similar to as above, so below for my spiritual people. So the word I say can be spelled A-S-H-E or A-S-E. If you see where I'm going with this, um, amen is spelled A-M-E-N. So we transitioned from a she to a men, right? Amen is widely associated with Christianity and is also used among other people like Muslims and Jews. But I want to connect this word to the journey of Black people in this world, right? Because it's really crazy when you think about it. So before we were kidnapped and forced from our thrones, right? We had our own spiritual practices in which we ended our prayers or manifestations with Ashe. Once we were taken and stripped of our names, languages, and dignity, Christianity was forced upon us and it was used as an indoctrination tool. So at that point, we were quite literally forced to change our spiritual perspectives from worshiping the divine feminine to worshiping a man. So if you know me, you know that on my right arm, I have a tattoo of an unk, 
which is spelled A-N-K-H. And an Ankh is an ancient Egyptian symbol that represents eternal life. Now, if you can't picture an unk, you've probably seen it before, but just didn't know the name of it. Um, but essentially, it's just like a traditional Christian cross. But the top is rounded instead of being straight, and it's almost like an oval shape. So, the rounded part is at the top of the unk. Emphasis on top, okay? And this part represents the divine feminine energy that you need to create life. It represents the uterus, the portal, you know, the vagina. However you want to see it, this is what sits at the top of the symbol. And at the bottom of the symbol, it's straight, which represents the masculine energy combining with the feminine to create life. And the line going across it in between the two symbols represents the two energies, the combining of the two energies. Thus, we have created eternal life. Now, a recap in case you got lost along the way. The unk represents feminine energy on the top, masculine on the bottom, and eternal life in between. So now let's think about the Christian cross. It's straight all around, right? So what happened was the Europeans colonized this ancient African symbol, like they do everything else, and they completely removed the woman from spirituality and made the whole symbol masculine and changed it to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And this further conditioned us to see God as a man, worship masculine energy, and associate feminine energy with only having the purpose of pleasing men. So as you can see, ancient African spirituality has always been grounded in feminine energy. But we lost this along the way due to colonization and brainwashing, of course. And this also speaks largely to the patriarchal society we live in. And if you're not familiar, the definition of patriarchy is a system or society or government in which men hold the power and women are largely excluded from it. So if we're in a society where men quite literally have stolen all the power and made themselves the center of everything, why would they continue spiritual practice in which the women is at the top? They won't because then women, we will realize our true power and our true potential and the value that we really bring to this world. Now, I want to go a little deeper into Christianity and how it conditions us to view women, right? So Genesis 2, 22, and the Lord God caused a deep sleep upon Adam and he slept and he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof and the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made a woman and brought her onto man. Y'all. Yeah. Now, I'm sorry if you're a big Bible person, but I am not buying it. So you mean to tell me that a woman came from a man's rib? How come men don't give birth from their ribs then? Like, be for real. Why aren't men responsible for reproducing if they truly hold that power? What? Why we got to be? Why, why y'all putting us in it? It just doesn't make sense. Genesis 3.16 the story of Adam and Eve where a homegirl supposedly ate an apple and then God allegedly said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children and thy desire shall be thy husband and he shall rule over thee. Y'all, I mean, like, 
I can't I can't be the only one who sees how ridiculous this is. So you mean to tell me? I mean, this is how I interpret it at least. Men are the source of life, right? Because women came from his rib. But then she ate a forbidden fruit. So now her punishment for that is having the burden of reproducing children and having a man roll over her. Okay, so this is how I see it. Whoever wrote the Bible, and which we really don't know who, so don't even care because literally nobody knows. We just blindly follow it because that's what we've been conditioned to do. Like, just keep it a buck. So whoever wrote this book, they knew that they had to make some explanation as to why life supposedly came from men, but now all of a sudden women hold the power. So they framed it as though it was a punishment for sinning. I mean, the misogyny throughout the Bible, throughout the Bible and Christianity is just astounding. I mean, this is literally a religion that conditions you to worship men. Women are not a product of men, and having the gift of reproducing is not a punishment. There is no religion or book in the world that can make me believe that. And we need to stop being so afraid of questioning these things because it keeps us in an oppressive mindset and it diminishes our worth as the creators of life. All right, y'all. So this episode was short, sweet, and to the point. Um, I know that this topic could have been heavy for some of you if you have certain beliefs and maybe empowering for some. But thank you so much if you've listened this far and I hope you gained some new knowledge and perspective here. And the message to my men out there, you should be treating the women in your life with the utmost love and respect. You are here because of a woman and you should be paying homage to your creators. And a message to all of my women, my goddesses out there, you are a queen. This world is literally nothing without you. You hold the keys. You hold the power. You are divine and you are God. And no matter how hard men try, they can never take that from you. This is Out the Box Podcast. Until next time. You believe God is the one